not playing with lex and dan i am dan i am lex oh good thank god for that <laughs> it all worked out we're back with season six i believe of not playing i'm way more confident than that sounded i'm sure uh in which we have taken a, a bit of a different tack from our previous seasons if you tuned in last time you heard me experience for the very first time uh invincible with mark Wahlberg which uh, Lex and I had some thoughts about. You can go listen to that last episode. Uh, but <laughs> I thought it was all right. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Um, but we're back. On, we're, we're continuing our football theme. Lex, would you like to tell me a little bit about this evening's feature? This evening's feature, Dan, is Friday Night Lights. The film, not the TV series. It's only Thursday, Lex. It, as we clear, recorded, it's only Thursday. Dan, here's my question to you. Yeah. What do you know? About Friday Night Lights. Well, you just... I mean, I knew it was a TV show. Um, mm-hmm. And I think if I had thought about it long enough, I would have remembered that there was a movie on which the TV show was based. But I, you know, I, I don't know that much. The movie did not stick for me as much as the TV show. People raved about the TV show for many, many years. It's a great TV show, Dan. That's the next season of Not so Playing. Heard, yeah, <laughs> We're going to watch right. all of that. Okay. So, like, anything I know about this, I think, comes out of probably stuff I know about the uh, TV show. Which is to say, I know this is high school football, and it's in Texas, I believe. Yes. In the TV show, I believe the coach is played by Kyle Chandler of early edition fame. That's how I know Kyle Chandler. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know who plays that role in this film? It's one of those things where I might recognize it if you said it, but off the top of my head, no. Okay. Do you know of any actors who are in both? Or do you, do you know who plays uh, the coach's wife on the TV show? Yeah, uh, uh, I'm picturing her in my head. Um, and it's funny because I think of her as being the woman from Spin City. Yes. I don't think yeah. that most people think of her. Is that... Oh, God, I'm blanking on her name. It's not... Oh, she's she's like a redhead, right? And you, uh, Ish. You can follow yeah, a friend ish. if you want me to just tell you know, Is it... I feel like I know it, but I'm worried about saying the wrong name. Connie? Connie... Britain. Britain. You nailed it. Yeah, got it. Got it in one. (laughs) Got it in one. Uh, The guy who played John Carter of Mars in the movie, it was also in the TV show, right? Taylor Kitsch? Is that right? Yeah, okay. That is correct. He's in the TV show. There's a bunch of other people who I know I've seen in like other roles, and I look them up, and they're like, the so-and-so became famous on Friday Night Lights. I was like, oh, okay. Another person from that show. Um, (laughs) But I don't know anybody in the movie. I do... When I loaded it up, I did see the director, who is Peter Berg, who I am familiar yes. with, but I wouldn't have remembered that off the top of my head. Mainly, I think of Peter Berg as he was briefly in... Did you ever watch Alias? Uh, I never actually watched Alias, but I'm it's, very familiar. It's got a couple good seasons there, but he's like got a w- one or two episode appearance at some point. I think as like an assassin, because <laughs> he also does a little bit of acting, um, but I know he's directed a bunch of stuff as well. Other than that... I mean, I guess it's Friday Night Lights because they play football on Friday night, which makes sense. I know that's that right. the titular Friday Night Lights are because they play at night on Fridays. That's right. And I do know that, I mean, I, I know generally that high school football is a big thing in Texas, but I also particularly remember it because of, uh, there's a Stephen King novel, uh, 112263. 
which mm-hmm. involve which they turned into a show on Hulu for a little while and involves some time travel. And there's a big portion of it that is spent in Texas, and I believe they talk about the culture of Texas high school football there and how important and central it was essentially to like the town. I really like that Stephen King book, and I, book. I was okay with the miniseries on Hulu too. I only watched a little bit of the miniseries. Uh, my wife got annoyed about some parts of it, and I never went back <laughs> to finish it. But I love the book. I really like the book. Yeah. Even the 400 chapters in the middle that are just like Lee Harvey Oswald wandering around town. Yeah, exactly. It's compelling. I don't know. I think that Stephen King guy is going places is all I'm saying. Yeah, I believe in him. Uh, He has no direct connection to this movie that we're about to watch. (laughs) But what you know is that um, uh, the guy who starred on the TV show is not in the movie. (laughs) Connie Britton, whose name you know perfectly, is. Mm. Oh, okay. And you know of Peter Berg. Yes. Who directed it. Uh, This is based on a book, uh, a true story. I don't know if you know that, but that is also the case. Seems possible. Um, and uh, yeah, so this I don't is... know what the central premise of this is, though, because like that's the thing for me going in is like, is it just about a high school football team? Like, is that it? So the is there a hook? The issue you don't need to tell TV me, show had... but I'm just curious. No, I, I like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to. But the issue that the TV show had was that people assumed, oh, it's a show about football. Uh, if I'm not a football person, then I don't want to watch that. I watched it because it was going to be a show about football, and then it turned out to be a show about so much more, right. and that's what made it so great. So, yeah, that's the magic of it. I get that. I mean, you know, I watched one of my favorite shows of all time is the uh, the sitcom Sports Night, and yes. again, a show that you might think like, oh, if I don't like sports, I won't like this show, but that show is not even remotely about sports. <laughs> but it's It's less about sports than the West Wing is about politics. Yes. True. Agreed. And definitely... Well, I'm glad we can agree on that. More about sports than the newsroom is about actual journalism. (laughs) Well, now we've dismantled Aaron Sarkin, and I'm ready to go. It's less about sports (laughs) than Fraggle Rock is about rocks. (laughs) Well, Dan, usually we make some joke here about how we wish people could watch along with us, but they can't. But our listeners are too savvy for that joke now. They know they can watch. And if you haven't yet upgraded and become a member of The Incomparable, I think now is the time. Now is definitely the time because there's so much good content and we're all just crying out for content these days, right? Content! There it is. And the Incomparable's got plenty of it because if you sign up to be a member and uh, membership plans start at just $5 a month all the way up to our $20 a month superhero plan, you get a ton of access to stuff that you otherwise wouldn't know about. For example, there's a brand new Total Party Kill campaign that we're recording right now, and we uh, make our stream members only a lot of the time, so you get access to that. You get not only commentary tracks for this very show, but commentary tracks for other movies that recorded by other uh, people on The Incomparable. Uh, We've done Raiders of the Lost Ark and Star Wars and Back to the Future. So you can enjoy more movies with commentary if you like people talking over your movies, which clearly you do because you're here. Bunches of bonus content, including um, there's an episode where we uh, do a Star Star Trek role-playing game that Scott McNulty runs, which is a lot of fun. Um, and, and just tons more. There's bootleg feeds, uh, so you can listen to the podcast directly after the recorded. There's access to the members only Slack. Uh, there's all sorts of great stuff. It's, it's really, it's really worth it. And we really appreciate your support. But most importantly, you get to listen to Lex and I watch a movie together. I would have said Lex and me, but I'm, I'm good with your way too. (laughs) You get to listen to Lex. Yeah, that's probably right. That's probably right. You get this grammar critique from Lex Friedman. That's what that's you right. get. And that's all we do during the movie is we critique the character's grammar. So if that's not motivation for you to sign up, I, I don't, don't know, know what, what will be. <laughs> so how do they go sign up? Well, you head yourself over to theincomparable.com slash members and you just click a button. It's really that easy. It's, it couldn't no. be easier. Could it be any easier, Lex? 
I guess if, if you want to sign up, but you're too lazy to even do that, text me and I'll sign up for you. Yeah. I just, just need your credit card information and your email address. I wouldn't give it to him. Although I do trust Lex Friedman. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Dan, I have some good news for you. Uh, hit me. Don't actually hit me. I'm very sensitive after having watched this. <laughs> you have now seen the film Friday Night Lights. I'm ready for this what show. What are your thoughts? Well, all right. So I have a few. First, I think technically, it like in its technical aspects, it's a better made film than Invincible. Like, yes, there's more going on. I will say I find Peter Berg's handheld camera usage and quick cuts occasionally hard to follow, especially in the football scenes. There's a lot of like bouncing around. It's like, look at this guy, look at this guy, look at the clock, look at this thing. And it's like <laughs> a little, and because it uses like handheld shaky cam for a lot of it, it feels a little disorienting to me just from a cinematography point of view. But I understand what he's going for, right? Like you're in the scrum, you're in there with the the guys. It feels cheap and dirty and like, you know, just sort of like messy right which is i i I think that was purposeful it's not bad filmmaking it's just not something i particularly care for um Mm -hmm, despite mm -hmm. the fact that i think it's a technically superior film and and also clearly much less of a hollywood film right like invincible felt very much i mean it was a disney movie right like it was super high produced you always feel a little distant from some of the action and it has like very clear feel and themes of like a you know triple a budget movie right like where this feels a little Mm -hmm. more um indie almost um and that fits again with sort of the unpolished nature even though the high school is so uh uh, regimented and like so close to being professionalness i think fundamentally what i have is a harder time with this movie overall is that this movie is much more of a celebration of the football culture and as you and I commented many times during this, a lot of that is awful. <laughs> and I understand that yes. they're trying to look at the good sides of it and like the team dynamic and these guys. I wish they maybe had played with that a little bit more. And it, it kind of sounds to me like what you talked about with the show is the show goes into that a little bit more than than the, the football angle or just like football for football's sake. Um, and I think that I, I liked a lot of the characters. There were a lot of interesting things with the these these guys um in terms of their different family situations uh i really hate that one guy's dad because yeah yeah, he's i mean just abusive father and i'm with you it's just it it doesn't i have a hard time with that redemption moment because it wants to excuse a lot that was very very bad behavior um yes and, and perhaps maybe if this had just been a movie about one guy and they could have spent more time sort of exploring that it would have felt less like we just really want to show this guy abusive and then you know football heals them and i'm like yeah i don't know i don't think i buy that so i think my my biggest struggle with this movie is just the celebration of the culture especially at the high school level right because so much lives and dies on these you know these these kids and we show how obsessed I'm going to say obsessed like the towns are. And I get that there's something to sort of rally around there. But at the same time, putting all your like baggage on these 17 year old kids is it's really kind of terrible. And like for what? So it doesn't matter. Next year, you have to go and play again. uh, This is a fascinating take. And I'm I'm with you on this. I won't challenge you on any of it, but I want to I'm just I'm thinking about it. 
because I do. Th- First, I will say this: I hadn't seen the movie in in years. The TV show is miles better. Okay, the TV show is a better way to tell these stories, and it is so much better with one short mistake in the I think second season that everybody hates, and we all just pretend it didn't happen. Uh, but the reason that I give the movie more of a pass about the glorification of football culture than you do is because football's got it. No, it's because <laughs> it's it's a true story. Right? Sure, they, sure. This is yes. the, the movie version of this book that's like a real, I mean, I've read the book, um, which is intense. And like the things that they change in the movie to make it a little bit more dramatic don't change much. Like they actually lost to Dallas a little bit earlier in the playoffs. It wasn't in the finals, but okay. they did lose. Like okay. it wasn't a perfect season. And they did have a perfect season the following season. Um, Booby really did get injured, really did try to play on it. And really did never play football again sure, because yeah. he couldn't. I mean that and that and that's heartbreaking, right? And like I think I think the capturing the emotions of that and like you're saying, it's a true based on a true story, we're we're getting a slice of life about this culture, right? And it's and like th- th- that's what the book does better than the movie, I yeah. think, is that it shows you this is all they have. And you're right. basically making that point, but like they put everything on those kids because there's nothing else to do in Odessa, Texas, I guess. So this does become like the thing. And I agree with you that that is awful and that it should never be this important. And the way they make these kids play and hurt themselves and everything else is insane. But it's also, it's, I mean, it's, it's fascinating to watch it oh, play yeah, out. No, I, I agree. agree I, I it's, agree. It's bonkers. I agree. Watching it is, is fascinating. It's, I mean, seeing how they step up, right? Like the kids step up and like, you know, lead and take this weight on themselves. It, it is really interesting. And, and I don't, it's hard because like, I, I feel like what I wanted was there to be a, a bigger note of viewing this with a critical eye. Right. Like, and there's a little bit of that, right? Like, I, I think the best you get with that is the coach sort of pointing out at a few points, like, look, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. Right. Like winning and losing, it's not the be all end all. And the fact that when everybody's pressuring him, like, oh, you're going to win, right? You're going to win, right? Like he's, yeah. he's clearly uncomfortable with it. And that's like the yes. closest we get to the idea that like, <laughs> maybe this is not how we should be doing these things. Uh, and, and I think, you know, as I'm, as I'm thinking about it and like come around to it, like I do appreciate the end in terms of like the, the, the team having each other, right? And like that even in their defeat, that they are feel like they've gotten something out of it and they're they the camaraderie and the brotherhood right like and that's i appreciate the story i feel like you're trying to tell that. right like yeah because i agree the coach a couple times billy bob who i think does okay in this movie but he's, yeah he's he's he, not bad he a couple times is trying like when they're like you're gonna win right he's like in that one scene with uh a booster who i don't know if we get his name in the movie but in the tv show it's buddy uh, he's like well they're a, a tough team like we're gonna we're gonna do our best but they are tough as hell and he's trying to like lay that groundwork and then in that i i even commented on it as we were watching a little bit dismissively where he's like in that final locker room pep talk at halftime he's like it's not about winning and i was like i think it is and you're like well no lex they already know that which i think is a fair point it's like it's it's basically he's nothing new but he's like you, you gotta leave it all on the field you gotta like will you have left this game giving everything you can and i think they did that and i think the fact that like they can be really sad about it, which I'm okay with. Like, if you care and you're on sure, the team and yeah. then you lose, like, care. But then to come back the next day or whenever that was and, like, high-five each other and whatever, I, I don't know. I think that's the story they're trying to tell more than, like, the father redemption story, I agree with you, pisses me off. I do want to give credit. Not, I don't know if he listens to this podcast or not, <laughs> but Tim McGraw, as uh, Charles Billingsley, the, the father, the abusive father, I think is so immediately hateable and plays it so realistically. Mm. Like, I think you could you could ham up 
or otherwise like take some of the wind out of the sails of that scene where he like walks in on him with his girlfriend right. and like he is disgusting in that scene but believably disgusting like just so natural right. is like doing everything horrible at once in that scene he is drunk he's belittling his son he's abusing his son he's ogling ogling his son's yeah. girlfriend like it's the whole thing is insane and i just when somebody can play a character that you hate and like i i never want to meet tim mcgraw because of how much i hate this character in this movie <laughs> like that's that's a good thing but yeah i mean to me the story is not this will make you reunite with your parents it's and it's not like football is super important it's like if nothing else at least these like these kids had something like I, this is what those guys i'm guessing to this day talk about in their lives if they ever see sure. each other what they talk right. about is yeah, this yeah, time yeah. of their lives or now the time that they got made into a movie well yeah and i get it i mean like i get that aspect and that's kind of that's kind of the part of the culture thing that that always it it, it weirds me out right because it is those like you know when you watch tv shows that take place in high school everyone's like it's the best years of your life it's the part you'll remember and it's like that is so part of the american culture like that idea right like you top out in high school and it's like (laughs) man there is nothing more depressing than thinking that maybe you topped out at 18 and you live to (laughs) you know hopefully like 60 or 70 or 80 years after that and it's like yeah but those best days were still the first 18 years and it's always like that i just find that depressing i i i don't like that 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 viewpoint but i understand it like you know youth youth is wasted on the young as it were um but yeah i i don't know i i think you're right that like in terms of a a a realistic portrayal of what this is like i think this this accomplished that very well i think the problem is in some ways it's like a realistic portrayal of something that i don't care for in the same way that you might watch like a war movie right and be like i get that this is a realistic portrayal of how this happened and like you know all the terrible yep. things that happened but they're terrible things and i don't want to like yeah. no, I <laughs> necessarily I mean, you put into something like a like a Saving Private Ryan or a Band of Brothers, and, and honestly, the parallels there are, are actually pretty close, right? It's the same idea of going through this terrible struggle, and you're going to watch your friends get injured, uh, and you know, maybe worse. And at the end of the day, you know, it's it's all about the people that you have around you and like the relationships that you kind of forge there, and. I respect that. It's just, you know, and I guess we also, you know, tend to put, again, tends to be very young men who are in that, yeah. in that series. So I think that's an interesting parallel draw. I will say, um, this is not a movie with strong female roles, no. which is something that I think we called out a lot in last season in the, uh, yes. uh, uh, Fast and Furious movies. And I think it's worth noting here, like you point out Connie Britton, who is in the TV show as well. Like she gets nothing to do here. <laughs> like she has like, two scenes i gather you don't know this but um i'm trying to find the quote here as i talk to you about it but when they asked her hey do you want to be in the movie she was like i I don't have the exact quote but she was basically like i'll be in the movie if i have a role like i'm not going to just sit behind the coach sorry she said i'll be in the tv show i will do Ah, the tv show and resume and re-resume my role if i have a real part and i i matter and she super does she is one of the most important characters on the tv show but I think that it's pretty cool. Like I, I appreciate her saying, "No, I'm not just going to play that same part again." Right? Yes, you are sure. Right. That yeah, part there's, is there's nothing. There's nothing. Like I joke to you that like I don't know. It's like an hour and a half in the movie, and there's the scene where they sort of stop to talk to the two of them and their daughter. And I was like, "Do we know they have a daughter? Have we seen the daughter in this movie anywhere before?" Um, and I think the only other woman who has a substantial amount of lines in this movie is that one woman who's talking to Billy Bob Thornton at dinner uh that right like about what to do and you know 
That's not yeah, a great the, representative the other, role either. Yeah. <laughs> the only other women with lines are like the, oh, the, 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 the women mom. That some of the players hook up with, and then the mom who's and got mom. some kind of mental issue happening. And they don't really go into that. And that's the other problem I yeah. felt like, you know, and I can see why a TV series does a better job of that. It's just this like each of these kids has such an interesting story, it seems like, that you kind of wonder why, like, oh, wait, I really kind of want to see that fleshed out. And, like, I can understand why a TV show is a much better format for that than a, you know, two-hour movie where it's like, well, we don't have the time. Like, we can give you sort of a snapshot of these kids uh, and what they're dealing with, but, like, we can't really go into them. And, I mean, obviously, last week in Invincible, it's just one guy. It's a story about one guy. So, like, yep. you have plenty of time to to delve into that. But, like, for example... I really loved the uh, uh, they called Preacher Man. And, you know, he gets a great little arc where it's like he's basically doesn't say anything for like most of the movie. And then he sort of busts out this great speech at the end. And it's like, what is his deal, man? Like, I want to know more about this guy. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, I, I don't think this is a great movie. Uh, I think it's I think it's an OK movie. It's but I think it's solid. A, yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great high school football movie. It feels sure. like well, it yeah. really... I did not play high school football and I did not live in a town like this in Texas, but even in my, you know, dopey town in Pennsylvania, uh, the football team was important and they all wore their uniforms on the, or they wore their jerseys on the, uh, the days they had games and all the cheerleaders were assigned to different players. Like it was all that crazy stuff. Oh, it's not even so, remotely my high school experience. Like we had yeah. a football team. I never went to a game. It was not highly emphasized. I don't think they were particularly good but i don't i don't know it was just not not as big a part of my school maybe they would have been better if you rooted for them dan you really that could have been it that could be it. They, i didn't see them coming out to my ultimate frisbee games lex <laughs> <laughs> so I, I didn't ever realize until now that you you played it like officially in school we didn't have an official school we in high school we had it was a club like so it was not God. we were not a like letter sport or anything like that and i didn't play in college so i never played like seriously competitively but you know i did play for many years and in organized leagues especially after college um so like it does give me a little bit more of a perspective on this because i agree like we talked about this a little bit during the commentary as well but like there are echoes of the stuff that my experiences to a much much lesser degree uh in this just in terms of you know i was a captain for a lot of years ran my own team for a long time and so i spent a long time in sort of a captain slash coach role and so seeing the reflections of that is very interesting because i definitely felt like they did a nice job of capturing that struggle of like how do i motivate these people right like they know right they know what they're here to do but how do you how do you solve that problem of like you're not executing well on what you're supposed to be doing and so i think that was an interesting uh take on it and i think again technically pretty well executed i just a lot of it is is having to uh, get the, the the subject matter right this is much more of a football movie even than last yes, week's movie for sure. uh, and that's it's i mean that's interesting it's interesting that there's a wide gamut of ways you can sort of cover this topic that's that's the whole point of this season of not playing <gasps> and what you and i have seen uh the nfl covered in professional football covered in football movies and we've seen high school football covered in movies okay and right. next time we are going to see college football covered in movies <gasps> college football with the classic film Rudy, I've heard of Rudy. <laughs> I know maybe two or three things. Also, say no more. To, save it for the yeah. Podcast. I will, I'll save it for next week. I'll save it for next week. <laughs> well, Dan, it was a pleasure watching Friday nights with you, except for all those scenes with the dad because I super hate that guy. But the yep, rest of it I'm was with a you. pleasure.
Yeah, no, that was it was interesting. I I didn't I was never bored. I'll put it that way. Like I I Good. you know, I feel like that's a that's a challenge for me going into movies that are fo- focusing on a subject that I don't know much about and don't care right. much about. It's like can you make an interesting movie about something that I don't really care about? And so far, uh I have enjoyed watching both of these uh you know, I never felt like I was <laughs> totally like checked out so that's good. i'll tell that's good. you the good news i think going into this season because we've got you know r- roughly seven films left is that i believe with maybe one exception all of the rest are much are, are really focused on story more than they are focused on football okay. this is one that all i feel right. like is most focused on football and it still has yeah. plenty of plot sure uh, but all of the others in different ways like varsity blues will be a fun comparison point for Friday Night Lights, but I couldn't do those back to back. That seemed cruel. Wow, uh, there's a lot All of different I, stories. I know like one thing about that, and I bet you can guess what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can. I actually have two things that I'm considering it could be, but I'm sure it's one of the two. All right, um, but Dan, thank you. Indeed, thank you, sir. And uh, thanks to our listeners. And uh, we'll catch them next time here on Not Playing. But until then, keep watching the calls. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> <laughs>